Are you searching for a new psychological thriller book that you just can't put down? Introducing Crazy Is As Crazy Does, The Life of a Serial Killer by John H. Mudgett. This historical fiction is a tensely clever first-person psychological thriller that deep dives into the world of an experienced serial killer. Though the protagonist, John Goodman, is fictional, the circumstances of Goodman's dark life are firmly rooted in historical characters and events. Crazy Is As Crazy Does begins in 1955 and follows John as he evolves from a timid and disorganized criminal into a powerful mastermind of deception and intimidation. Download and start reading your copy of Crazy Is As Crazy Does, The Life of a Serial Killer today on Amazon or on Kindle. That's Crazy Is As Crazy Does, The Life of a Serial Killer by John H. Mudgett. Warning. The following program contains subject matter not suitable for a younger audience. It contains offensive language and opinions. Stop it! You're acting like a child! Greetings, ghouls. It's time to discuss, disgust, and dissect. Horror. No normal mind can imagine. Okay, so to bring it to a weird tangent in a tangent within a tangent. It's skewed into this tangent. And now, introducing our hosts, the gruesome twosome, Mike and Jeremy. We are Fetters of the Dead. Yeah, they're dead. They're all messed up. Totally. I'm Mike. I'm Jeremy. How you doing, bro? I'm doing good. Doing really good. Excellent. Really good. No shit. You just get late. Is that why you're so late? No. But I did spend the whole day reviewing lots of lots of gory kills. Yeah, YouTube was a great tool in this one because I just typed in greatest kills and it kind of gave me a fucking shit ton of stuff to watch. Because obviously I had a lot just, you know, off the top of my head. But then I was like, ooh, ooh, that one's a good one. Oh, shit. Yeah, that's right. That one. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, it's it's funny because there's like so many that I forgot about. And then all of a sudden, like like literally 10 minutes ago, I was like cramming to like add one like into my list because I was like, oh, my God, like that one's so awesome. Yeah, the biggest problem with my list was I was trying to like make cuts and I'm like, okay, well, this one is so old. I, I, I don't know. Like I was going back and forth on, on what to keep and what to leave off. I feel like we could probably do this episode many, many times. Oh, my God. So many times. So many times that instead of a top 10, we're going to give you. A top 20. Yeah. See, we figured top 20 because we're not going to talk about the movie, really. We're not going to go into, like, in depth. No, no, no. We're just going to talk about our favorite kills. So, uh, yeah, this episode, best kills. Yeah. I, I'm not even talking about... I don't even know what we're talking about. <laughs> maybe I, sh- maybe I should have prepared. Yeah, yeah, like, not like uh, my favorite or, like, the kill that made me the most happy like uh, there's a couple on my list that just straight up disturbed me and that's yeah. why i had to keep it on my list i wouldn't say favorite i would say these are the best see i kind of went with ones that were more 
my favorite, I guess. Like, not necessarily. I mean, some of them would probably be considered like up there and like the best, but I just went with the top twenty that I like. Okay. Yeah, I mean, I do have some gory ass ones. I was about to say some of them are are, are pretty pretty disturbing, but also yes. some of them are really fucking funny. <laughs> yeah. So I mean, I left off uh, Marion Crane and Psycho. I mean, that is by far probably one of the best kills of all time. I mean, it's iconic. It definitely changed the game of murdering and slasher films, per se. Yeah. Um, I didn't do any like really, really new ones. There's a couple great ones. The new Wrong Turn movie has one that I left. There's a similar type one. Yeah. Uh, Fear Street 1994. Had an amazing kill, but it's I I feel like that's too fresh, and I don't want to uh, spoil shit too much. But uh, yeah, I mean, fuck, see that that series was great. I had a lot of fun with that. I still have to watch the third one. I haven't seen the third one yet. Oh, third one was so good. Was it? Yeah, I I really enjoyed the first two. The second one. I guess took place at uh, Camp Forest Green from uh, Friday the 13th Part 6. No kidding. Yeah. I guess there are only so many summer camps in the United States. Well, that one, I guess, isn't functioning. It's like pretty much falling down. I I suppose it happens when countless teens get murdered year after year, summer after summer, body after body, just slicing and dicing. Yeah. It's like, we're not going to send you there this year. You know what? And I'm guessing enrollment went down. And I mean, it was cheap. You probably go there for like 20 bucks a week. <laughs> it probably cost more to ship your your pieces back <laughs> to your house. <laughs> Shipping's expensive nowadays. Like especially body parts. Yeah. They, I mean, they're, they're heavy. You got to keep that shit on like dry ice or something. Yeah, I mean, especially if it's like a head. Like, what's a head? Like, 22 pounds? Not even. No? You never heard that joke? Anyway, what's the fastest way to lose an ugly 10 pounds? Cut off your head. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if the joke is accurate. I I don't know. Anyway, let's just get into this. Rambling. What are you drinking? Look like a spike seltzer? Yeah, it's a Bud Light seltzer. Nice. Yeah. I uh, wanted to keep with the theme. So tonight I'm drinking Kill Lian's Blood Red. Well, I figured we were probably going to have a bunch of doubles, so I didn't want to, well, die. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, just Kill Lian's Irish Red. Or by the end of the episode, I'd be kind of like our, our road trip episode where just nothing comes out that makes any sense. <laughs> Uh, I, I appreciate uh, you waiting till later in the episode for all those edits. <laughs> so you want to go first? You want me to go first? I'll go first. What the fuck? Okay. Number 20. You have to make a new soundbite for that. I know. Top. <clears throat> Top 20. <laughs> Top 20. New. Welcome to Fans of the Dead. You're listening to the Top 20. <laughs> My name is Casey Kasem. No. I did enjoy his countdowns. Yes. Okay, so my number 20, I went with Lawnmower Face from Sinister. Lawnmower Face. 
eh, well, that's, I'm guessing that's kind of what it was. Um, I like how you gave it a name because I also gave some my of them. Names. I gave names. Other ones, like I couldn't come up with something witty. <laughs> Same, uh, dude. Nice. <laughs> so this one, so Ethan Hawke's character is, is watching like these home movies, and one of them is you know showing his family like inside like the living room and stuff like that, and then there's this lawnmower starts like going on the lawn and like all you see is the lawnmower going and like a flashlight and then it's going and going and going runs over a dude's face and that's like a big loud like jump scare and then he freaks out and you know shuts the movie off so there's a guy lying in the the yard yeah huh well that's unfortunate yeah just i still have yet to see that one it's good i i think you'll enjoy it Nice. One more face. Yeah. Okay. I mean, they didn't really show much like after that. It was pretty quick, but you know, good. One more face. No one wants to get a lawnmower to the face. My number 20. So I saw this on a lot of lists. The reverse bear trap from yeah. yep. the original Saw. Yep. Now, technically, that's not a kill because she doesn't die. I mean, she kills the guy getting the key. So I don't know if that is what they're counting as the kill. So I went with Saw 3, the actual reverse bear trap. That was one that I contemplated on my list, but I actually ended up leaving it off. Yeah, because, I mean, Shawnee Smith's character, Amanda, survives the trap, but Betsy Russell's character, not so lucky. And ouch. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah, she she, she didn't have a uh, an opportunity, really, to, to dig a key out of someone's stomach. No, that was not a fair trap. Her arms were bound. And her mouth was left agape. <laughs> what, what did he say? Like, your mouth will be permanently, like, opened or, like, whatever. I don't know. Probably could have said something like, Hey, you never shut your trap. <laughs> All right, so this one, my number 19, Death by Basketball. Oh, yes. You're great. I, I love this one. It's funny. <laughs> uh, Deadly Friend, which is a, uh, a Wes Craven movie, which he did pretty recently after Nightmare on Elm Street, featuring uh, Christy Swanson, actually. Yes. The original uh, Buffy. Yes. So uh, she plays Samantha, and she ends up getting like a chip, like in her, like implanted in her head after. Like a potato chip? Yeah, something like that. Or a robot chip. So she Ah, okay. So she has some sort of like robotic like strength and stuff like that. So they're inside Elvira's house, who is Anne Ramsey from Throw Mama from the Train. Not Elvira, like as in Cassandra Peterson. Yes. Different Elvira. Completely different people. So anyway, they like they had her friends or well, was it her friends or they had left a basketball in her yard and of course like she kept it so this happened to be in her living room so she picks up the basketball and throws it at her head and her head explodes and the greatest thing about this whole thing is like after her head is completely gone like the body's just like just like stumbling around the room and then just kind of falls over what <laughs> is my face it's absolutely hilarious yeah, that was a, a good, goofy, over-the-top, like, head exploding is always always a good time. Yes. 
So I just want to give a shout out to our man T-Dog, who actually gave us the idea for this episode actually quite a while back. He said we should do a, uh, you know, greatest kills episode. So, Tony, thank you very much. This Bud Seltzer's for you. I'm drinking an actual beer, so this beer's for you, bro. I ate a lot of shitty food today, so this is how I'm, I don't know, trying not to make it worse. Okay. Moving along. Number 19. I love you. Look at me, Damien. It's all for you. I went with the omen. Nanny at the birthday party. Oh, yes. Now that's a birthday party. All those kids will forever remember. So Damien's nanny basically hangs herself in front of a whole birthday party of children. What a bitch. I mean, they're going to be scarred for life now. Yeah. I mean, and that that moment is very impactful because it's pretty much one of the scenes that stuck with me the most from that the original Omen. Yeah. So my number 18. This one isn't really a gory one. Actually, it's not a gory one at all. But like the way like the scene is set up, it's very, very creepy. And I thought it should be added. It's um, Nurse Amy from The Exorcist 3. Mm-hmm. Oh, man, that that's out of nowhere. It's good. It is good. So, I mean, it's, it's a very all of it is like a long shot, like down the down the hallway. You see the nurse. Um, like hear a noise in like one guy's room and she goes in and the guy's trying to sleep and there's like a jump scare there and she's like and you know he's all pissed because he woke she woke him up so she goes back to the receptionist desk checks another room that has this like blue light and there's nobody in there i mean obviously it's taken a, a lot more time but after the first jump scare it's kind of building up that tension yeah. and when she leaves the second room and then this like fucking like demon thing devil chases chases after her but it was just nice it was cool how like they set it up with you know the moving pieces with the other characters like the cops are just kind of like going in and out and stuff like that it was it was, it was really well done yeah definitely very memorable so for my 18 we're going to a different hospital oh Nightmare on Elm Street 3, uh-huh. Dream Warriors. I w- now, there's so many good kills in this. In this uh, I, I think every single one of them are good. I went with this one, like, really kind of, kind of, eats me out. It was uh, Needles, oh. Taryn versus Freddy. So, Taryn is a recovering addict who is a complete badass in her dreams. In her dreams, she says, I'm beautiful and bad. She's like an 80s punk chick yep in her uh dreams now freddie meets her in a seedy alley and they start to fight or they're about to fight she pulls out these cool switchblades why uh why should we fight we're old friends you and i remember and instead of having the claws both his hands are syringes let's get high and her arms is full of track marks that are like mouths like puckering up like waiting for the needles and it's just that oh my god and he just 
sticks it in. He penetrates her and ooh, that one. I don't know. Ooh. Yeah, I mean, I, that one sticks with you. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, definitely. Like some people have big issues with with needles. Like Susan can't watch anything. Like with a needle, like if, if if they show it like going into somebody's arms, like she has to close her eyes, turn away, and stuff like that. Yeah, I'm not a fan of needles. Yeah. No. I don't watch, but they don't bother me. Yeah, I mean, they don't bother me either, but I mean, they used to, but yeah. it doesn't look like a good time, that's for sure. No, definitely not a good time. So my number 17, this one I put on here, because this is one probably one of the first like three or four like horror movies that i ever saw kid in cowboy costume at party from alligator 1980 nice this one scared the shit out of me and they didn't even like show it and i i think that's what it was like so they're it's like this birthday party and of course they're teasing this kid who's dressed as a pirate and they're like they're pushing him out like to, towards the pool and, and like they're trying to get him to jump off like the diving board and you can see in the water the alligator like you could just see him like lurking there and then I'm I'm sitting there I'm like freaking out I'm like they're not going to kill the kid right like they can't they can't kill the kid and then he gets thrown in and of course like they they don't like you see like the mouth open but you don't see it actually happen and then you just see like blood like in the in the pool water but man that that one that one freaked me out for a long ass time yeah those unexpected ones and it especially not showing it like it just mm-hmm. allows your imagination to run wild and create how horrible that death was yeah so number 17 also one of the first horror movies that I probably saw a little too early. I went with the Texas Chainsaw Massacre, The Mallet. That was a good one. So Kirk is the unfortunate character to meet Leatherface Leatherface first. Now, this is not the most brutal kill. It goes very quickly. He's walking in the house looking for a phone or his friends. And he meets a mallet straight to the face very quickly. Just boom. He drops to the ground and it had bashed his skull in so well. You don't even really see that. But his legs are twitching. And just that that twitch. The death nerve. Yeah. And he gets dragged in that back room and the steel shutter door slams shut behind him. It's just like, wow. Yeah. And and I love that the exclamation point of of him slamming the door. Yeah. It's just so so final. Yeah. yeah. That was a really good one. Very very impactful. Mm. My number 16, I called this one. Well, actually, I shouldn't say I call it. I saw it listed on the YouTube video. Split Lawyer <laughs> from 13 Ghosts. So we have lawyer Ben Moss, who's showing off the house to you know the family that's that inherited the place, and so they're down. Uh, what was it in the basement? Like the whole house is like all basically like the interior is made of like glass, and you know they have all the the spirits like the twelve angry ghosts, I guess you could say, like downstairs, and one of them is confronting him, and he 
unwittingly sets off like the security system and this glass door just slices them in half. Yeah, and now this is a a moment that gets replicated a lot. Yeah. Like almost too much now. Yeah. Like where dude's dead and pieces start falling off or sliding down. Like you do see it quite often, but yeah, this this particular one was see, see, that was, really good. I think that was the first time I saw that. Yeah, I saw something similar in Cube. Yeah. I think they did that also, something similar to that in Jason X. I'm not 100% sure. Yeah, I mean, it's been done a lot, but yeah. that one was particularly Just, just the way gruesome. the one half just slides down the glass. Yeah. I'm like, that, that's yeah. fucking I awesome. I hear that squeegee, like... <laughs> <laughs> All right. My number 16, It and the SS Georgie. So the original was awesome. Yes. Now, when I saw the remake, I actually didn't like it at first. Mm-hmm. Because I'm like, oh, this this Pennywise is just... He's not Tim Curry. So, like, that kind of threw me off at first. But that scene sold me. So, like, it was like a switch. It was just like, I don't like this movie. Oh, this movie's fucking awesome. <laughs> so, I mean, it, it, this movie sh- shows Georgie's last moments. Whereas the other one's just Tim Curry's scary face and he opens his mouth and he's got all like the sharp teeth and that's kind of all you see in the you know the tv movie but this he chomps off georgie's arm yeah georgie's like trying to crawl away and you get that scary arm stretching out from the sewer and they're just grabbing him and pulling him back in yeah that that one see so you didn't like the 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 remake at first I mean, that was the first scene. So, I mean, I was like, no, this isn't Tim Curry. Oh, I really like it. Oh, okay. So, I mean, the first scene sold me on it. Gotcha. Yeah. All right. Because, I mean, you can't go into it expecting to see Tim Curry because it's not Tim Curry. It's uh, Bill Skarsgård. Yes. Completely different. Great movie. Of all the Skarsgårds. Sorry. I almost went with uh, the under the bleacher scene because that scene that disturbed me as well. Yeah. So my number fifteen, we uh, we we've already kind of referenced it, or have we? No, we haven't. That was I off air. That was off air. Forget that. So anyway, <laughs> I went with the wire for ghost show. Oh. The ghost ship wire. The, the ghost ship wire. Talk about an opening of a movie, dude. That like, if only the rest of the movie was that was that intense, good, right? Like, honestly, that's I, that's the only part I really remember. But like, I couldn't tell you anything have, else about the movie at all. No, but that scene, and that's another one where like people get cut in half and then they kind of slowly slide apart, like their clothes like fall down, <laughs> like one guy like falls over, like his pants fell off. But yeah, no. It, it's like the opening of the movie is like this happy cruise ship there's like this lady singing and someone lifts this lever and I I don't know like what was he winding up it was just like this wire that was like quickly like winding up and then it snaps and cut everybody in half yep except for one the girl survived yeah there was I think what movie it was with a, a, a school bus there was a wire across the road and the girl's like picking something up off the floor and 
everyone gets cut in half except for her. Same basic thing. Yeah. Yeah. Ouch. So my number 15, Death Proof. The accident. Because holy shit. And the way they yes. show you each angle and each person's death. It was like a, it was like a, yeah, because they did it in like three different like things. Because it was like the car hit three different times. Four different times. Was it four? Yeah. So each passenger got their own like death kill yeah, shot. Yeah, 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 yeah. So they're partying, they're driving down the road, jamming in music, mad loud. And Kurt Russell's character is uh, Stuntman Mike. He's just chilling. Flashes on his headlights. Boom, hits him head on. And we get tire ripping off a girl's face. The other girl's leg shoots off. That was awesome. There's a girl uh, goes out the windshield. I, lo- I love that. I love how the leg just like flops on the road. It looked very lifelike. It did. It really did. I would be willing to bet that Quentin Tarantino has that somewhere in his house. Yes, it's just good. He's just got her leg in the foot on his mantle. <laughs> uh, that's awesome. All right, what about 14? 14. My number 14, the steamroller from Maximum Ooh. Overdrive. Very quick scene. You had the you know the, the the kid in his baseball uniform on his bike. I don't know, like he hit like a like a hole like in the middle of the field and just like falls over the handlebars. And gets his legs stuck, so he, you know, can't move while the steamroller that's, you know, many, many, many feet away. <laughs> He's just going, like, ah! <laughs> and it just runs runs him over and just, like, squishes him. And I'm like, that's fucking awesome. I, I love how the steamroller came out of nowhere. It did. Like, just like, blast. It shows, it's the scoreboard. It's, it's just, just like, oh, my God, there's a steamroller here now. <laughs> Like it was just chaos. Like the the vending machine is shooting out cans and killing the the coach. Yeah, that that was that was a good scene. I gotta watch that whole movie again. It's just fantastic. Maximum Overdrive is a good fucking time. I'm thinking that's a movie we should do. We need to do it for our our uh, at home driving. Yeah, at least for movie number one. Done. Number fourteen, Hellraiser. Jesus wept. <laughs> so we have Frank Cotton, who's Kirsty's evil uncle. Uncle and stepdad thing? That's not her stepdad. Well doesn't well does, that's that's her actual dad's body, but Frank's Yeah. Mind? Yeah, I guess so. Soul? Sure. We'll tear your soul apart. I saw this funny, like it, it seemed like to be like a porn parody. It's like, <laughs> I'll tear your holes apart. <laughs> so we have Kirsty basically uh, uses the puzzle box to trick her evil uncle back to hell with the Cenobites as part of her deal with. They're, they're not devils. They're just people that hang out in certain layers of hell. But anyway, Frank has killed her dad, taken over his body, and all of a sudden these chains come out of the wall, hooks rip into his flesh, and that is just brutal. And his face is stretched crazily where he's kind of like doing like a... 
you can't see what I just did, but just picture his face stretched apart. And he looks at her. And I believe the original line was going to be like, fuck you. But the actor was like, hey, how about I say Jesus wept? And then he gets ripped apart. Blood just goes everywhere. And that is what closes the uh, the limit configuration. Sending the Cenomites back from hence they came. All right. So my number 13. I went with ankle drop whack-a-mole. <laughs> oh, that's a one way to put it. <laughs> uh, from midsummer. Yeah, well, you know. So we had the two elders once they reached their 72 years of age or whatever the hell it was. Apparently you get the privilege of jumping off a cliff. That is a privilege. But you got to make sure you do it right. You got to make sure you do it right. Do not jump feet first. No, this guy did. And he had to be put out of his misery where, you know, they handed him the 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 mallet, the sacred mallet, the sacred mallet where they just mashed his face. Yeah. And that close up of his what was his face? It's just damn and that whole sequence. Like, that's the first, it shouldn't have been the first red flag that there's something off about this community. <laughs> but the way that he's just like, uh, and the whole crowd's just like, like moaning with him. It's that whole communal pain thing. Yeah, that one's, that one's rough. Yeah. So. Yeah. And of course, you know, what's her name? Uh, Danny's like, what the fuck? And of course, the other lady's like, dude, keep your bitch in line, all right, will you? This is normal. They wanted to do this. Like, don't <laughs> disrespect the ankle drop. My number 13. I went with hatchet open wide. <laughs> so you have like the two oldest people on this little tour through New Orleans and we're going through the swamp because we're going to see where Victor Crowley murdered people. And apparently he's still murdering people. And he just like hacks through the old guy to get to the old lady and opens her job. I would say all the way, but more than all the way because mm. her head just splits into two and that shit is awesome. Now, somebody had commented commented that on our on our twitter didn't they yes i mean that's a favorite kill i think for a lot of people it's over the top but adam green knows what we like as horror fans and he gives it to us fellow uh mass hole there so cool it's it's a great kill it's kind of a two in one because it happens so quickly but just how memorable that is yeah all right so my number 12 this is my last minute change. Oh, here we go. Now, what what got taken out to make room for this? Uh, or is that Dick later? Halloran. Dick Halloran. Okay. No. Yeah, I, I took out Dick Halloran. I was iffy on that one, but you know what? Whatever. You think if he had The Shining, he would have saw that coming? You would have thought so. Yeah, Stanley Kubrick hmm. didn't get it. So instead, I went with Death Proof. Oh, the accident? The accident, yes. Drink. I just 
the the leg that just flies out into the middle of the road and honestly the burnout on the chick's face was awesome oh my god that's brutal (laughs) so good yeah that was a good one all right mine number 12 i went with the remake of the hills have eyes Mm. rv so we have ted levine burning and he's just a distraction this motherfucker is burning alive and he's only the distraction for the kill inside. We have this creepy mutant breastfeeding. <laughs> like, right? It's on a, oh, why can't I think of her name? I had a huge crush on her. She was in Hocus Pocus. I got nothing, man. I'm on my phone. I can't just look it up. Can you look it up real quick? <laughs> that was her name. Van- Vanessa Shaw. Oh, okay. Yeah. So the mutant is breastfeeding from Vanessa Shaw unwillingly on her part and it is very creepy and they take the other sister they're holding her they point the gun at the baby and it's just like holy shit what the fuck what the fuck and she ends up getting murdered trying to protect her baby and that kill just like stuck with me um a lot of people don't like remakes and i mean there's nothing wrong with the original the hills have eyes i love that movie but just this scene in particular in the, the new one is just fuck. So much happening definitely all agree. at once. It's just like yeah. bam, 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 bam. Yeah, definitely. All right. So my number 11, I went with, and this was the YouTube uh, video title because I couldn't come up with anything better. <laughs> Drunk, horny, and impaled. <laughs> Drunk, horny, and impaled. Okay. That sounds like a Saturday night. Halloween 2018. Nice. So this one has Oscar and Allison. Uh, I forget where they were coming from, but they're cutting through this guy's yard and they go over this wrought iron fence with all these pointy like tops and stuff like that. And he makes a really bad pass at her. And she's like, no, like, I don't want to fucking be with you. Like, you're gross. And she bails on him and he's like trying to make excuses like, oh, like, you know, the girls were like all fucking rubbing up on me. And like, you know, they're trying to hand me the guac in all sexy ways and stuff like that. And so Michael Myers is uh, he shows up and he's just like talking to him, whatever. And then he just gets, you know, the little stabby stab and, uh, you know, the cape gets like caught. So, you know, we always need to remember what Edna says. No capes. No capes. And uh, I can tell you that Michael did not hand him the guac. He did not hand him the guac. He gave him a knife and then he got the, you know, the top of the, 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 the wrought iron like fence like through his through his jaw. And that was pretty cool. Yeah, that was pretty awesome. That was a good movie. A lot, a lot of good kills in, uh, yeah. in the new Halloween. I'm very excited to see Halloween kills. Me too. So my number 11. To wrap up the first half of our best kills, I went with one that I've always kind of seen happening. I'll be driving on the highway, and it always makes me nervous. And I never want to be behind the log truck. <laughs> so I went with Final Destination 2, Highway to Hell. Just that that police car, when that log comes loose, and oh, just slams. The, the red, and The red mist. Oh, when it goes through that windshield, that's going to ruin a lot of people's commute. 
It's just the chain, yeah. of, the chain of yeah, events that, after so that like, is just like said, is brutal. I but, won't drive behind a log truck. No, but that that one kill in particular, goddamn. Uh, so I mean, that wraps it up for the first half. Were there there any one? There was one kill that I uh, I wanted to put on the list, but I didn't get a chance to rewatch it. And it's just so disgusting and so disturbing that I I did want to give it a uh, honorable mention, if you will. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but it's it's very dishonorable. Let me tell you. <laughs> Dead or alive, the kiddie pool. Oh, oh my god, that's so disgusting. That movie is just that movie is just one fucked up thing after another. That kiddie pool scene yeah. is just <laughs> disgusting. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Thanks for listening. Thanks for everyone who gave suggestions, uh, shout outs. Tony, obviously, for giving us the idea. We're going to come back to you next week with our top 10. And we will, you know, shout out everyone that gave us a mention. We'll do that in our feedback. Obviously, you can hear us on Podomatic still. We're still on Podomatic, Spotify, iHeartRadio. I don't know. Everywhere. We're everywhere. We're in your ear right now. If you're listening, you already found us. So I don't know why we mean to to hammer it on home. Where the fuck we are. Uh, Obviously, you can check us out on Instagram. We are fans of the dead podcast. You can also check out our website, fans of the dead.com. You can check out all of our episodes, all of our YouTube videos and buy a T-shirt. You can get an awesome Fans of the Dead t-shirt. There for the ladies, too. Yes. Uh, Yeah, we have hoodies. I I was rocking a hoodie earlier. It's too hot. Too hot for the hoodie right now, but the t-shirt. T-shirt's nice. Yeah, today sucked. I I like the the heat, man. I'm going to enjoy the shit out of it while we can. Follow us, Fans of the Dead 1, on Twitter. Give us a follow. Give us some likes. Shout out to us, Fans of the Dead podcast at gmail.com if you have an idea for a future episode let us know i mean this is essentially a fan show that we're doing right now yes you could be the lucky one to give us a light bulb definitely that's an old cartoony uh thing for an idea i remember those do kids even use light bulbs anymore i don't think so damn light light bulbs are like illegal you gotta like catch them on the black market Speaking of which, uh, you had said something about helping me rewire some lighting in my basement. Yeah, I can try and help you out. Yeah, that would be awesome. We we should like lock that down because uh, yeah, my lights. I, I'm down to one. You're down to one. I'm down to one. <laughs> and besides the you know the plug in lamp. Ah, I think that wraps up. <laughs> wraps it up. Hey, anyone else <laughs> out there want to help me rewire some lighting? That would be cool. As always, sweet. Have fun. Be safe. Peace.